Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. I'm News Nation senior national correspondent Brian Enton, and every week I'll take you behind the scenes of my life on the road, working on the stories that you care about the most. Here's where I'll share all the great interviews that don't make the final cut and tell you the stories behind what you're seeing on News Nation every day. It's all part of the puzzle I'm putting together to keep you informed. This is Enton Across America. Hey everybody, it's Brian. I hope you're having a good week. Uh, if I sound a little run down, I'm kind of getting over a cold. It's man, it's it's been a crazy week for me. You know, I I always travel a lot, but this week has been especially kind of nutty. I started in Illinois, and then I drove to Michigan, and then I just flew to New York City. Um, so I kind of been all over the place. But it's been an interesting week. And um, for those of you guys who follow me for the crime stories, you'll uh. Have to forgive me for a minute because this isn't a crime podcast, but I do have other interests. Um, sometimes I joke with some of my Twitter followers, like I feel like people think that, <laughs> that I'm crazy because I'm into true crime stories. I'm in really into missing people stories. I've been doing a lot of UFO stories lately. And then I also have been following um, Chinese companies buying U.S. farmland. I know it's like really different types of stories, but I'm really interested in all of them. And I try to stay on top of all of them. So this week... I was really focused on the, the China stories because um, I got a couple messages telling me I needed to go out to Mantino, Illinois, which is this really, really cute, quaint, small town about an hour outside Chicago, um, surrounded by cornfields. I was downtown Mantino in downtown Mantino, and I just kept thinking of like one of the um, Lifetime movies that my mom watches, like... My mom will always like make me watch those movies with her, which they are. Sometimes they're good, but sometimes they're kind of cheesy. But the the downtown Mantino reminded me of one of the Lifetime movies, um, just because it's like this perfect little downtown with all these local shops and restaurants. But the reason I went out there is because there is this Chinese affiliated company named Goshen um, that is trying to build a massive electric vehicle battery manufacturing plant in Mantino. Um, there's an old Kmart distribution center that has since closed um, and uh, right out by the highway there. It's massive. <clears throat> and uh, Goshen is trying to move into that facility and um, build electric vehicle batteries. Um, the governor of Illinois and the mayor of uh, Mantino and a lot of other lawmakers are supporting this, saying it's like the biggest investment in Illinois ever when it comes to electric vehicle batteries. And it's like a $2 billion investment, 2,400 jobs. There's a lot of things that, that seem really good about it. Um, and some people are really, really excited about it, thinking that it will really help um, with the economy in that area. But there's also this concern because it's affiliated with China. Um Goshen's parent company 
is Chinese. Um, I've been doing stories on them for like the last year or so. In their in their corporate documents, they have um, a a clause with a basically an allegiance to the Chinese Communist Party, um, and uh, it's it's interesting. So I started covering them about a year ago in Michigan, and then I heard that. They were trying to start this factory in Illinois. So the the, um, the community in, in in Mantino, a lot of them are very, very upset and concerned about this. They don't think that a Chinese-affiliated company should be coming to their town. They're also concerned about the environmental impacts. So there was this big village council meeting this week uh, where a couple hundred community members went. And um, normally there's like never anyone that goes to these meetings apparently, but it, it was full. They had to have an overflow room. Because they're really concerned that their um, village council is supporting this project. They feel like it was kind of snuck in. There wasn't a lot of meetings about it. There wasn't a lot of public input um, or any public input, really. And um, they're now trying to stop the project. But but what's kind of interesting is the village council board, mayor included, they're all supporting it for the most part. There's one person who may not support it, but the mayor very much supports it. Um, and it, it's got the community, at least part of the community, really, really upset. So I went to Mantino, um, spent the a couple days sort of touring the area, looking around, snooping around. I went to um, the meeting and talked to the mayor, tried to figure out the whole situation. Um, take a listen. Have this many people ever come to a public meeting like this? Um, not, not in a while. I mean, usually uh, these meetings are we're here by ourselves. Uh, I mean, does it send so, a message though? I mean, does it does it make well, it you think? Well, maybe that, I should rethink this a little bit. It sends a message. Is a, is a controversial subject, and that you know, people uh, there's a lot of people that uh, you know think that it's a bad decision. Um, I, I seem to you know I, I think otherwise, and the, and the board thinks otherwise. Are you reconsidering your support at all in light of the Marco Rubio letter or the corporate documents with the allegiance to the CCP? No. So after I finished uh, up in Mantino this week, I drove to Michigan, um, to Green Charter Township, Michigan, which is about 40 minutes outside Grand Rapids. Um, beautiful area. The same situation is happening there with the same company, Goshen. They have been trying to build a big battery factory out there on um, partly what was agricultural land. Again, the community very, very upset. I've been covering the story in Michigan for about the past year. Um and uh, and the reason I went up to Michigan is because uh, the Vague Ram- Ramaswamy, uh, who's running for president, uh, you know, in the Republican primary, um, was holding a rally up there, which is interesting. They haven't gotten a ton of national attention. I mean, I've been doing the stories, but not a lot of people have picked up on it. So it was kind of a big deal that he was going to have a rally there, bring a lot of attention to the issue in Michigan. There's this woman, Lori Brock. She owns this horse farm. She's kind of been leading the fight against this company. I've gotten to know her pretty well. And he had the rally on her horse farm, which was really interesting, again, because I've been up there doing these stories. And it's like no one ever really – I mean, people notice, but – it doesn't get a lot of national attention. And there was actually a story in the New York Times this week, which was interesting. Um, and then this big Vivek Ramaswamy rally. So I talked to Lori about that. If you've been following any of my stories with Goshen, you've probably seen Lori before. She owns this beautiful horse farm. She's a realtor in town. And they were gonna, the plan is to build this battery factory right near her property. So she <clears throat> has sort of been leading the charge against it. They've hired lawyers. Um, so uh, I talked to Lori about, you know, kind of this moment now that there's this this uh, presidential candidate um, holding a rally in her backyard and how she felt about it. So, Lori, we first came out here about a year ago. You've done interviews with Leland, but but now you've got this attention. I mean, you've got a 
presidential hopeful in your backyard. What, what do you make of it? I am overwhelmed and I am so happy, like incredibly happy that this is happening and that we're finally getting some national press and people are understanding what's going on and that people are going to help us, you know. Um, he's here to help us and show support against the Scotian thing and against the communist buyout of our country. So we're thrilled. What do you want to hear from uh, Vivek? I mean, what... what do you want specifics about what he would want to do if he's elected? What I would love to hear him say is that he's going to limit people uh, from foreign com- or countries for buying property and taking over our property the way they're doing it. These land grabs that are happening are horrible. And I would love to have him say that he, you know he's going to put legislation in if he you know becomes president to stop this. And, and to stop, um, oh my gosh... The way that these these NDAs are being, there's so many things I would love to have them stop. The non-disclosures and everything where people are coming in and just taking over, um, would love to have them stop that and and just become more transparent and make things honest again. You know, right now, everything's a secret and we have to fight and having people behind us fighting is incredible. It's making my heart happy, man. It's a lot. It is a lot. It's so exciting. So we were out there for the rally. Vivek uh, was out there. There was hundreds of people. Um, and it's again, it's it's an interesting issue. I mean, I can sort of see both sides of it. You've got people who are so tempted by the jobs that, that these factories bring, but then there's this concern um, that they're Chinese-affiliated. And, you know, China is one of the biggest enemies for the United States. Um, Marco Rubio, Senator Marco Rubio and five other lawmakers just wrote a, a letter to the um, Treasury Department asking for an investigation into this company. We did a similar story um, last year in North Dakota. There was a company called Fufang, similar situation that wanted to build up there, actually bought the land. It's very close to an Air Force base. The council wanted it. Everybody was pushing it through. The community was upset, though. And then at the last second, the military wrote this letter saying that, that it was a national security threat to have the Fufeng Chinese plant that close to the military base. And they ended up canceling the project at the last minute. The council voted it down. So it's an issue happening all over the country. Tracy Walder, who is one of our News Nation national security contributors, um, you've probably seen Tracy, Tracy on TV before. She's awesome. But she was in the CIA. She was also an FBI agent. But in the CIA, she specialized a lot in in Chinese counterintelligence. So um, I interviewed Tracy about what she thinks about this whole situation. Could these companies be up to no good? Is it an overreaction to be scared of these companies? What does she think about it? Um, This is uh, what Tracy said. Is it possible that these Chinese-affiliated companies don't have ill intentions, that they're just moving into these towns to create jobs and be part of the community? That's what a lot of them say. In my opinion, no. Um, just in my experience, um, both on the CIA side in terms of working with their intelligence capabilities and then on the FBI side working in counterintelligence against them, I have never found the Chinese to do something here in the United States um, that doesn't also benefit them. So it's going to be interesting to see how all of this turns out, um, especially in Michigan. I mean, it's all ongoing in Michigan and Illinois, but in Michigan, the residents are so upset that they actually are trying to recall their entire town board. So there's going to be an election, a special election in November, where they're trying to take out the board and put in new board members who will vote against this Chinese-affiliated project. And if they do that, they may actually succeed in in keeping the company from coming. I mean, the company already has broken ground, but if the board can somehow change the zoning laws or 
figure out something else. I mean, they'll probably get sued by the company. That's a possibility. But they say they don't care. It's that important to them to try and stop this Chinese-affiliated company. So we'll stay on it. Um, as for Goshen, um, they are not responding to my specific request for comment, but they've said in the past that, you know, it's it's not a company that's has any sort of allegiance to the Communist Party, that essentially that paragraph in their corporate records is um, like a formality uh, and, um, you know, that there's nothing for these towns to worry about, that that they are just trying to improve life in these towns and create jobs. So we'll stay on it. Um, also, on a different subject, uh, I've got a UFO special. It's going to be airing Sunday, 9 o'clock Eastern, this Sunday, part one, and then part two the next Sunday. Uh, it's all about George Knapp, who is really like the godfather of UFO journalism. I mean, he's been at the forefront of the the UFO topic since the early 80s, broken a ton of stories, basically broke that something was going on out at Area 51 secret and it's just broken story after story ever since then. And we actually got exclusive access to his archives um, of the last 30 to 40 years. So all sorts of videos and interviews, fascinating stuff. Took us a really long time to go through. So much stuff that we couldn't fit into one hour. So we're doing a, a two hour special. The first hour will be this Sunday. The next hour will be the next Sunday. Uh, and um, it should be really good. So we've, we've been working really hard on it. Uh, thank you again for putting up with all my varied uh, reporting interests from UFOs to China to missing people to crime. That's kind of what I like about News Nation, though, is they don't really put me in a box. I can do all of these things that I'm interested in that I think are important. So thank you for following along, uh, and I'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Thanks for spending some time with me to see what I'm up to next. Make sure to tune into News Nation. And if you don't know where to watch us, just go to www.joinnn.com. You drop in your zip code right there on the channel finder, and it'll show you the broadcast channel we're on in your area. And don't forget, we're on all the streamers too. Hulu, Roku, YouTube TV, and we're also on Amazon Alexa and Apple CarPlay. If you have a story you think that I need to know about, then just hit me up on Twitter. I check all my DMs. You can find me there. And I'll catch you next time on News Nation's Enton Across America.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.